Hello, and welcome to the Soul Set Podcast. If you want to gain clarity of mind, stability of emotions, and bring peace to your soul, you are in the right place. When life gets confusing and loneliness sets in, it's time to soul set. I'm Sherry Belmar, your host, and for 30 years, I've mentored women worldwide in their Christian faith. And I want to accompany you in your journey as a woman by answering questions you might have and interviewing a wide range of experts on subjects such as Christianity, mental health, and nutrition. I wanna help you in your journey as a wife and mom. That way, you can get the results that you desire. Thanks for tuning in today, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Before I present today's guest, I wanna let you know of an upcoming opportunity for the month of June. From June 15th to the 30th, you're going to be able to sign up for our first live course over at our website, sherrytogether.com. The course name, Shine. Because you know what? You were designed for more. And in this course, we're going to be discussing a four-step process that's going to help you discover, develop, and deliver your diamond in the rough. This process will transform your life as you apply the truths and practices that we're going to be discussing. So remember, you can begin to sign up June 15th through the 30th at SherryTogether.com. On today's episode, we're going to discuss six practices to defeat a negative mindset. With our world reeling in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, And after we've seen the death of this innocent black man there in Minneapolis, George Floyd, as we think of all the consequences, the social, economic, of all these tensions that the world is going through, I can't think of a better time to be holding this interview with our guest, Elizabeth Mahuse. Elizabeth is a Christian author, motivational speaker, and women's minister. And I know you're going to enjoy today's interview with Elizabeth. It's fresh, insightful, and full of practical insight for your life. So let's welcome today, Elizabeth Mahuse. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello there. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about having you here. This is awesome. Thank you. I want to know how is life coming along there in Texas? You're from Texas. How how are things in Texas with the quarantine? You guys coming out or not? We are. Our um, our governor is uh, opening things up. As a matter of fact, uh, restaurants as of today can go to fifty percent capacity. Wow. So we're starting to see um, just more businesses open, and people are. Um, you know, being offered the opportunity to come back to work in a lot of different, a lot of different areas. So yes, we just in, in general, just seeing a more hopeful and positive uh, sense mm-hmm. about um, the folks that I'm interacting with and, and really thankful for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Has it been long? 
it, there have been days where it has felt very long. Uh-huh. Yes. And the early in that, in that March time frame was right. probably the most difficult, uh, for me mm-hmm. being an extrovert and someone who loves people and loves hugging. <laughs> um, you know, but, uh, my husband and I, he's a photographer, you know, we, we've been doing, um, we've been out and about taking photos of people from their front porch. Uh-huh. And so just being able to see people even from a distance has been good for my heart and my mind. Oh, that's and that nice. Has made, that has made the days go by faster. Uh, and I'm, I'm very thankful for that. And is he, is he putting them up in the, is he like, what is he doing with these pictures? Oh, we send it to them. Oh, awesome. Uh, They they get a, they get a link and Mm -hmm. they're able to, um, they're able to utilize them on social media and have them printed. And, uh, so it's definitely, um, it's been a real, uh, wonderful time. I mean, that's, um, that's a huge, um, aspect of our photography is a big aspect of our just daily lives. um, Right because his, that is our business together. Right. So we're thankful. We're thankful for creativity as entrepreneurs and, Uh but my point being, being around people has been very helpful. (laughs) Definitely. That's, that's great. And, uh, you are a minister to women. And so I was just wondering, like, as you, um, are in contact, maybe not as much as usual, but you're in contact with women. Are, do you see any reoccurring concerns? Like, uh, be, with the, with the quarantine and the effects, uh, anxiety yes. or what, what would that be? I, one of the things that I hear most frequently would be from my moms whose kids have had to come home for e-learning and mm-hmm. they are still working. They're trying to manage, you know, jobs and schooling and kids that are home 24 seven, you know, where every day looks the same. Right. Um, and, and that's, that's, it's been a real struggle. Uh, So I, I've heard that the most Mm. uh, consistently among the women of my, um, you know, of the church. And then of course, for my older ladies, Uh you know, like I have, I have one gal, she literally has not left her house Mm. in, um, over eight weeks. Oh, why? I mean, I want you to think about that. Right. (laughs) It's hard. Not left. She has not left her house in more than eight weeks. Wow. And the only people that she's physically seen are her kids who drop off groceries in her garage because mm-hmm. she's part of that vulnerable population. Right. So, you know, it's hard. It's lonely. Loneliness is also something that I've heard. Sure. Um, I've heard consistent, consistently uh, as well. Right, right. Well, before we're going to get into this uh awesome topic because we've asked Elizabeth to cover the topic of six practical ways that you can defeat a negative mindset. Because as we Mm -hmm. look at this pandemic and there's like, is there an end in view? How is this going to affect everything? I just think that's such an awesome topic, but I would like for you to share a, a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your driving passion. Like what you really, um, what you're really mm-hmm. passionate about? Well, uh, I think probably the, the critical areas that would be helpful for people to know uh-huh. is that my husband and I met in high school uh-huh. and we dated for nine and a half years and we've been married 25 years this year. Wow! And so that's a huge part of my story. Mm-hmm. We have grown up together. We have two boys mm-hmm. and they are uh, getting uh, soon to be 18 and 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 
Um, and so it's been a joy to uh, have the opportunity to raise them. I have a chemistry degree. That's also important for people. Yes. Um, so I went to school to become a teacher. And so I, um, I got my degree in chemistry education. I taught chemistry formally for 10 years before I, um, I stepped away from that, what I'll call formal school teaching job. Um, I continued to teach just not formally chemistry. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's important because part of my passion, I I am very passionate about science Uh and I, so I care about science and I care about faith. Um, both of those are very important to me and I have not, I, I, I am passionate about helping people to see that you can think right alongside of being deep and rooted in your faith. Um, so I'm passionate about that and that passion for science led me to do a lot of brain research. Um, so I've always been fascinated by the brain, even when I was going through my classes in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've spent a lot of time really looking at how God created the brain um, and what can we do for there to be changes, like right. real changes right. in, in our the way we think. Mm-hmm. So if I had to label a passion, it would be uh, my passion for the brain and, and what we're able to do to have uh, effectual change in our thinking. And my second, which is related to that uh-huh. is encouraging women to get into God's word, to read it and study it, because I know the connection of what that does right. for the changing of thinking. So those would be my two big passions. Right. That, that's beautiful. And see the six practices that we're going to be talking about today, they're born out of your book, transform my thinking God. Is that correct? Yes. Right. That's correct. That's right. And so, well, you know, I just want us to just start getting right into these um, six mindsets that you're going to be sharing with us. I'm just going to hand the time over to you. Uh, Elizabeth, you just start sharing with us and we'll, we'll go from there. Okay. Well, the, the book transform my thinking God came from that that book focuses on a study of Philippians and what I a book in the Bible give a little right? bit of mm-hmm. the that's mm-hmm. correct the Philippians which is a book in the Bible written by Paul mm-hmm. who is uh, is the author of most of the New Testament in the Bible uh-huh. um, you know what happened is when I when I went to rewrite a study um, I went to rewrite that particular study we had moved from Florida to Texas. We were entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, our family. Uh, we, we picked up, we paid to move ourselves. We completely restarted on the faith that it was God's uh, direction in our life and that he would provide and we would, um, uh, we would trust him um, in that. There was no plan B. There was no, we'll go back if it doesn't work. Um, And the reason I share that Mm -hmm. is because once we got here to McKinney, it was much harder than we expected. Uh, It, uh, it was more difficult. We tell people it was the best thing and the hardest thing we have ever done. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) And, and I share that because I want people to know that I wrote this study and I passionately believe these mindsets because I had to walk 
in them. I, I was living them. I, if there were moments where I had to say, you know, it's one thing to teach this and to say it to people, but when you are having to live it, when you have to decide, will I believe what I teach or what I say, or won't I, Right. you know, I, I tell people that faith, you know, faith is an interesting thing. You know, there's one thing to say that you have faith. It's another thing to demonstrate your faith. So I say to people, you can have faith that a chair is designed to hold you. Right. But until you choose to sit in that chair to demonstrate said faith, you're just verbalizing something. And so, so I, I, I want people to understand that these six mindsets really come out of living this in that season after we had moved and restarting two businesses and having no plan B, like really having to trust God on a daily basis to, um, to walk it out. So the first, the first mindset is, is it's an other's mindset. It's the idea that if I'm so hyper-focused on me, it's, it's much harder to, um, to not, get caught up in depression or anxiety or worry. But when I'm others focused, when I'm outwardly looking at what is happening around me in the lives of other people, it allows me to have a, 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 broader perspective. It, it allows me to really think differently about where I am, what's going on in my life. And, and the thing about being others minded is that no matter what stage of life you're in, whether no matter, no matter what, um, station you're in, no matter whether things are going well or things aren't, whether you're in a pandemic, like we've been experiencing, or we're, we're in what we used to know as normal, others minded really, um, is so good for people to constantly be renewed in all the reasons they can be grateful and thankful in their lives. Well, um, and wouldn't so, you say, wouldn't you say, Elizabeth, that it's because uh, I'm thinking about what you just got done saying. Uh, I'm thinking about people that maybe are in this pandemic. They're they have all these worries and all these anxieties, the fear of the future, the finances, and everything. But just like you guys were saying, how you guys were going out and taking pictures, that was like other centered, right? You guys are going to go out, do something yep, and that helps them. It's, 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 and it's good for you too. So I, I think that's great. I think that's a practical example, well, right? And I, yes. And you know, it's, it's a matter when you're other centered or other minded, yeah, focused, right. Uh-huh. right. Others minded. What it does is I, I think when you're others minded, it helps you to look for win-wins, uh-huh. right? We, I mean, we literally were at a place where when this all hit, our primary business, which is um, our my husband's photography and videography business, I mean, we lost about ninety percent of wow. our business all in a month's mm. time, right? And you know, it, so we're looking at how do we pay right. bills? How do we put food on the table? I mean, like these are real questions right. that we're having. Um, and we could have stayed home and brewed on mm. that. What we knew, though, is we had to start looking out. How what? How can we meet a need for other mm-hmm. people? What would that look like? Let's change. Let's rethink. And that really leads me to the second mindset, which is the determined uh-huh. mindset. 
We had to determine that we were willing to change what we were doing. We had to be determined Mm -hmm. that we were, we were going to be creative, Mm -hmm. that we were going to, we would alter our prices. We would, we would take into account that people have lost jobs. Income is cut. They don't have the money that they have to, let's say, do a family portrait that they would have paid, you know, maybe four times as much Mm -hmm. for. Um, so, so a front porch portrait for, you know, a fraction of the cost, not only made it affordable, Mm -hmm. it provided us a small amount of income, Mm -hmm. but then it produced for them a capturing of a moment in time of what's really important. It's right. Right. And so, but we had to have that determined mindset to, okay, rethink. And so it's, it really shows, I mean, all of these are so interconnected in, as we, um, as we, as we talk about them. So that determined mindset really, um, it's really valuable because it allows you to look at a problem and not just brew on the problem, but look at how can we solve the problem? Right. Because really when you're talking about the mindset, it's, it's that framework, Right. And so if you're having Mm -hmm. the incorrect framework, it's it's like the restructuring. And so really the paradigm when you uh, are our concern is usually always about ourselves first. And so when you are like consciously like, okay, let's focus about others and you're determined about it being creative. It's a different it's a different paradigm. Right. Well, and I like how you use the word framework. Uh you see, in Texas, because we have such fluctu- fluctuation in our mm-hmm. temperatures, most of the roadways are concrete. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when they lay down the concrete, they have to they have to lay out a form, right. Uh-huh. right? And they pour the concrete, and the concrete dries in that form, and it produces the road. Well, see, in your brain, the same thing happens. Neural pathways are like concrete uh-huh. roadways. The more you feed a thought... Mm. The, the stronger the thought interconnects with other thoughts and it becomes like that dried, hardened concrete. Right. And it's very difficult to break mm. it up. And so the thing about the brain is what you think the, the brain um, does not determine is that true or right. false. The brain takes what you focus mm. on over and over mm. and over again, and it takes it all for true. Mm. And the more you focus on it, the more it lays, it lays down more concrete, it firms it up even more. Wow. And this is why people find themselves uh, in what I call a negative thought pattern. Right. Like, it's like they want to break out of it, but it like they get sucked right. back into it because yeah, much like ruts mm-hmm. in a dirt road um, that are well-worn, a vehicle trying to avoid the ruts almost always will eventually fall back into the rut pattern. Right. Um, and, and so people fight against that. And so it's important that we have to disrupt when we're in a, when we're in a negative thought mm-hmm. pattern. There, we have to have what I call a disruptor there. So like a pandemic right. is a disruptor. So this is why they say that innovation occurs during downturns of the economy, Correct. right? Because, it, because it's a disruptor. People have to start sure. thinking differently, creatively being determined. Right. Um, so yes, that framework, it's an Ooh. excellent, excellent choice of that word. Yes. And so I'm really glad no. And I just, that. I just love it because I think this is so practical friends. If you're there listening and all you're doing is just thinking about, Oh my goodness, how am I going to get out of this? It's this, these are great 
great concepts. Okay, Elizabeth, let's let's go for the next one. Third, yeah, the third one. The third one is a humble mm. mindset. Um, again, we we have to realize that in and of ourselves, we are not enough to face the challenges. For me, I I rely on my faith. Right. I trust that God is enough. Where I lack, He is abundant, and and I trust Him for right. that. I think in anything, even someone who is, it believes differently mm-hmm. than me, having humility, having a mindset where humility is, is at the forefront allows us, right? So it, when I'm mm-hmm. humble, I'm more likely to be others minded. Right. When I'm humble in my determinedness, mm-hmm. I'm going to look at who are the people that I can connect with to help make this mm-hmm. happen. But if I'm not humble, mm-hmm. And I'm prideful Mm. and the opposite of that, I'm going to go, no, I got it. I got this, but we need other people. Uh, That's, it's so important that we, that we're connecting at that level. So I think a humble mindset is important. And then the fourth one is a legacy mindset. Mm. See, it's not just about the here Mm. and now it's, it's about what am I doing in the here and now that is affecting what I call my there Mm. and then that's Mm -hmm. how I look at it. What I do in the here and now has everything to do with what I want in my there Mm -hmm. and then. And so when we're in a legacy mindset, our motivations begin to turn towards not just immediate gratification or immediate meeting of need. It, It can turn more towards that where I want to be or where I want my family to be or what I want my legacy the long to be game. in the there and the long then. Game, huh? That's yeah. right. Not, mm-hmm. uh, just, just today, I read a, a very, oh, it just made me cry. A, a friend of mine uh, who was sharing a testimony about her dad who committed suicide Ooh. because he, he was so mm-hmm. depressed. And she was saying that something that he had longed for and that was part of that depression was a boy. He had four mm-hmm. girls. And, um, you know, and he'd always longed to have a son. Um, and she, she said that he chose a temporary solution, mm. whereas nine months later, she, uh, she actually birthed a son, his, what, what would have been his first wow. grandson and four others were born after that. And she had said, what would have happened if he mm. had just waited nine wow. more months, right? right? And so I think that legacy mindset is important. Sometimes how we, and this is important. I just want to say this. We have to be careful Mm -hmm. not to allow our feelings in the present here Mm. and now to, to dictate every decision that we make because our feelings can lead us astray. And they are not an accurate, um, measure of the reality or even the truth of what's truly happening. Right. So I, I think that right. we, we have to be careful how much we allow feelings to dictate. Right. You, because I feel like the feelings um, can send you into fright, flight, freeze mode. Yes. And, yes. and so you wrote to me, like the emotions are sort of just like a stoplight. And so you need to say, okay, why am I feeling angry? Why am I feeling anxious? It's like, it just, it's like a litmus test. It's telling you something is up here. Stop and observe. Right. Absolutely. And that's actually a beautiful segue into the fifth mindset, which is intentionality uh-huh. mindset. When we're in, when we're intentional, right. See what you just described is something that's done intentionally. Right. 
we don't deny emotion. Emotion happens. We're emotional creatures. God created us that way. It's when we take a moment and go, why am I feeling this way? What just Mm. triggered that emotion within me? And and then we have to decide what I, I have a, I have a five-step process uh-huh. as part of this intentional mindset right. that the, the quick of it is you decide, is this feeling, is this thought process, is it building my life or is it tearing my life down? Is it going to, is it going to build my relationship with my spouse, with my child, with my coworker, or is it going to tear it down? We have to begin to ask intentionally ask mm-hmm. questions. And when, when the answers to those questions are, it's tearing down a relationship, it's, it's not good for my life. We have to choose to reject that line of thinking or that framework mm-hmm, to use right. the word. And we have to, we, we have to replace it with truth, right. period. Mm-hmm. We must have a source right. of truth. My source of truth is God's right. word. That's where I'm always going for my truth totally. factor. Totally. Um, and so just thinking about the pandemic, um, cause I've had to say this to myself, you know, when back in March, when we were going 90% of our business is gone and what are we going to do? I had to remind myself. So I had to go like the thought is we're not going to make it right. That's the thought that wanted to overtake right. my mind. I had to say, no, I reject that thought because in God's word, he says in Philippians four nineteen, my God will shop, will supply all of your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. So it's a matter of taking captive the negative, replacing it with the truth. And then you've got to preach that to yourself as much and as often as sure. necessary in order to ensure that your framework remains the way God wants it. Right. Um, and that really, right. really well, well ahead, I do want to say this because um, every person that's listening will be different. There's some who, um, you know, have their faith. They believe in the Bible. Uh, then you have maybe others who, who don't believe they're in the process, but, um, this is just beyond going to church on Sunday. This isn't a going to church on Sunday. This is life. Like, how do we do life? This isn't just like, Oh, I go to church on Sunday and I put on my Sunday best and then I go home and I live my life normal. Um, God's word is truth and it will give us structurally sound principles that we can base our life on, right? So when you're thinking all these uncertainties, what is the place that I can go to that's secure, that's firm? And this is what we're sort of pointing at. Elizabeth and myself is like, okay, our mindset really, it's hard for us to change our mindset. But when we have, when we we say, okay, we do believe that God's word is the truth. Then as we cling to it and we set that up, that framework that's what makes it real able to do that right yes well absolutely and the one thing that I would say is someone who's listening who maybe they're questioning I mean can I believe the bible is true um that and and I think that's a Mm -hmm. valid question um I think that uh, you know I respect that question as someone who has studied science and you know, I look at, a, I've looked at a lot of things. What I would say about in response to that question is when you look at historical documents, the Bible above all other historical documents has stood the test mm. of time. And I, I would submit to think about 
all of the things the Bible has withstood. It has withstood famine. It has withstood flood. It has withstood, um, you know, the, uh, the, the rise of power and the fall of power. It is, it is withstood, uh, critics. It has withstood, I, I mean, dictators and, um, you know, extinction of people. And so the Bible of all historical literary documents uh, has really stood the test of time and it continues to persist as a truth source. Um, And so I I do think it's important and I do like this and I understand that not everyone's going to use it as their truth source. I just want to suggest that Whatever your truth source, truth source is, ensure that it's something that has stood the test Correct. of time. Correct. Um, for sure. And that would lead me to my sixth mindset, which is a God-centered mindset. Because I believe the Bible is mm-hmm. my truth source and it has stood the test of time, I look to God for, the, I call them my three Ps, power, purpose, mm. and provision. And it it keeps me centered. You know, it allows me to look at what happens in my life and to, to, it gives me perspective that could be uh-huh, there you go. that I could throw in there. Um, but I, you know, I trust that it's, it's through God and his word that I am given the power that I need to do that next thing that, that my purpose is made clear um, through being other centered and the, the determinedness that God has given me. And, you know, and, and I believe that through it all in God's provision. And I say that because as entrepreneurs for the last mm-hmm. 18 years, time and time and time again, Fred and I have been able to clearly see the provision of God. I mean, things that people would hear and go, that sounds so unbelievable. Yet we have right. lived that, you know, and, and it's, I mean, it's so evident, um, And that's, and that's why I'm so passionate about it because it's my testimony. It's, it is where we have stood through tests. We have walked through tests and we've seen God come Mm -hmm. through time and time again. And, and that's, you know, it, it, it's, I I get passionate Uh about it. (laughs) Oh, you got more than three (laughs) for sure. That's awesome. So let's just recap real quick. Friends, if you are struggling with your mindset, with negativity, with the anxiety, which all of us, it, if we're going to be honest, we all at some moment, just like Elizabeth said, we struggle. And so it's mm-hmm. the other's mindset. Try to be intentional. Well, there you go about taking your eyes off yourself, seeing, looking out, see how you can make a difference in someone else's life. This will be helpful to you. Determine mindset like be determined about it persevere humble keep it humble legacy mindset the long game in view be intentional and god center god centered that's beautiful mm-hmm. uh you know as i look at all these mindsets i see legacy mindset could you like give us a few pointers on like how we could build or maintain or gain like a legacy mindset Yes. I mean, when you start thinking about what am I doing right now and how is it impacting my there and then? Um, so something practical is what let's use the pandemic. Right. I mean, not, that's on sure. everybody's mind. Um, 
the pandemic has caused some of us to let some things, we've not been able to do some things that were part of our say daily or weekly routines. So now a practical thing is to go, what should I pick back up and what should I let go for Mm -hmm. ever? Mm. You know, what should I begin to do again? And what should I say, you know what, my life has been better (laughs) and richer because I've not been involved in that. See, that's a practical way where, you know, the here and now has caused a reevaluation and that reevaluation and following through on it could dramatically impact my there Mm -hmm. and then. And, and so that's a practical way, um, you know, that you're able to have a legacy mindset. Another great legacy mindset is, you know, for those who uh, are, you know, engaging in prayer. uh, One of the things that um, I do is I, I write Mm -hmm. cards while I pray. And I send those cards. So most day, most times daily, I have at least one or more cards going out to people that are, that I'm praying for. Why? Because I want to build, I want them thinking about the there and then I want them to have an opportunity to see that God sees you. God knows your need and he is, stands ready to supply it. And, uh, you know, so just engaging in things like that, see, like when you're other centered, like writing cards, for example, that's, that's an other centered activity, but it impacts from a legacy standpoint, you see? So that's why there, there's so many connections, um, within the mindsets that I think are so beautiful. That's beautiful. And the God centered mindset, what would you say? What, how would you give some suggestions for the women to be able to anchor their minds, the ones that desires this to anchor their minds on God? Um, Well, the first would be, we need more than, we need more than just a one day a week um, uh, Uh time in God's word. Okay. So, so if we're going to be God centered, we need to be spending time with God. And there are two primary ways we're able to spend time with God. The first Mm -hmm. is we spend time in prayer. And the second is we spend time in his word. And so that's, that's my first thing. If we're going to understand God's power, God's um, purpose and God's provision in everything in our lives, then we've got to be spending time with him. We need to understand the uh, more about God. And the only way that we're able to do that is to spend time with him and spend time reading uh, his word. So that's my first suggestion is that we just need to increase the amount of time that we're spending. And I do want right. to say from a practical standpoint, I try to approach this and I try to encourage people. Don't think like it has to look and be a certain way. I eat breakfast mm-hmm. and I do my quiet time, right? So a, a, a brain um, mm-hmm. tip for people is take what they would consider to be a benign task right. or habit and layer a new habit that you want to nice. create on top of it. So two, two examples, brush your teeth in the mm-hmm. morning, read a devotional, while you're brushing your teeth, read a devotional. While you're eating your breakfast, read your quiet time or read a book of the Bible or some chapters of the Bible. Um, but but add on this habit of spending time with God onto something that you're already doing, and it's much more likely to become a habit in your life. Um, so I, I, I know just from a time standpoint, but th- those would that, be a couple that's of practical beautiful. things that's that beautiful. I would share. Well, as we're wrapping up, is there anything else that you would any other thoughts that you have that you'd like to share with the women today as we're closing? 
I think my big thing that I want to say, since we have mentioned it on a couple of times, uh, just regarding the pandemic that we're in, I, I just would say for those listening, please hear me. The, the pandemic did not catch mm. God by surprise. Something that I say to myself in order to make sure my thinking is on target is God is not surprised right. by this. Mm. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you're experiencing, whatever hurt you have, whatever disappointment, what, whatever it is, God is not surprised by this. And then secondly, you can mm. trust God mm. with it. You can trust God with it. He, he is, he is always at work, whether we see him or feel him or sense him, he's not surprised and he's always at work and, and he desires, he does desire that all would come into a relationship with him. And I believe that he, he is able to use all things in order that people would know him and would be able to Mm, experience him. That's wonderful. And I just want you guys to remember uh, that God, just like Elizabeth was saying, he's more powerful. He's more powerful than this pandemic. He's more powerful than any financial loss, any disruptive change that you've been through. He's more powerful than this pandemic, this pandemic that's touched the world. Like, have we ever seen anything like this in our life? God has a purpose with this pandemic. He has a purpose in your life, in the lives of the people that you love. So seek it out. That can be your mindset. Like what, what's in this for me, for us. And that God is going to provide in this pandemic, just like Elizabeth was sharing. He's going to provide financial, emotional, and your physical needs. And so Elizabeth, where's the best place for people to be able to connect with you? Um, they can visit my website, elizabethmahusai.com, um, or um, I'm, I'm also on Facebook under my name as well, and Instagram, uh, ebmahusai. I'm going to spell it just M-A-H-U-S-A-Y. I will so leave it in the show notes as well, so that will, uh-huh, um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so those are, those are two, those are, I mean, my website, Facebook and Instagram are probably the three okay, best areas awesome. for connecting. And then where can people find your books? Well, um, my books are available on my website and they are also available on Amazon. So Transform My Thinking God, uh, uh-huh. which came out in 2018. And I just released my newest right. book, Mirror Image, Living uh-huh. a Life That Reflects Christ. Um, and that is yes, also so that was, on Amazon. And, you know, I would love to have you back to teach us the transformational principles from that book, Mirror Image. Oh, yes, I would love yes. that. I well, would love thank that. you so much for joining us here today, Elizabeth. It's been a joy having you and friends. I hope these uh, principles, these practices for your mindset will be beneficial to you and take the opportunity and Hit um, Elizabeth up and let her know what the favorite practice it was for you. Which one of the six you're going to put into practice? Yes, that would yeah, be awesome. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If so, please go over to my Instagram account at Sherry underscore together and share with me one way you're going to take action today. Remember, if you don't do anything with what you've learned, 
you're going to be in the same place. And I want you to make progress. So take action. Go now and hit me up on Instagram and follow me and let's connect. Next, if you haven't left a review in iTunes, please take a few minutes and leave a five-star review. This is so helpful to get the word out to other women. Finally, if you've benefited from this episode, share it with one other person. I'm looking forward to connecting with you on Instagram at Sherry underscore together. Till next time, this is Sherry Belmar signing off. Have a fabulous day.